0: Welcome back to The Goddess Crowd. This is Jason Broughton, your host. Today, we have with us a new guest, uh, Christian Preuss. He is the pastor, the senior pastor, at Mount Hope Lutheran Church in Casper, Wyoming. And we have him on today because he wrote an article in a new periodical called Christian Culture, a magazine for Lutherans on The Lie of Religious Versus Secular. So welcome for the first time, Christian. Thank you.
1: Glad to be here.
0: So I read this article with great interest, um, and it's kind of like, have you ever had a time when you're reading something and you're like, this is what I have always thought, but I've never been able to put it into words? I was reading this article, and it was... Everything that you had said was something that I totally agreed with and was on the same page with, but never sat down to put it into, uh, you know, a living document uh, as you have. So that's why I want to talk with you today so we can kind of flesh some of these things out. What do you mean by making a distinction between religious And secular life, or religious thinking and secular thinking, and why do you call it a lie?
1: Yeah, thank you. I I think that the word secular, to so many people, has come to mean uh, neutral, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is religious, right? So we're not going to allow that into our schools, and we're not going to talk. We're not going to be talking uh, religion in our schools or in our politics and so forth, Um, but we can talk neutral topics, right? (laughs) Secular topics. And uh, the big lie here is that there is no such thing as neutrality. And I guess the reason that it hits you as, wow, this is exactly what I've always thought. is because it's what Jesus says, right? (laughs) (laughs) Right. He he says, "Uh, take up your cross (laughs) and follow me. He says, whoever loves his life will lose it. He says, you cannot serve God and mammon. That is... Our God, our Lord Jesus, requires all of us and religion requires all of us. And so the idea that you could have any aspect of your life that wasn't affected by religion is anti-Christian. And uh, it's the lie that has purposefully been um, promulgated uh, by the left in, in the same way as... Uh, like the Mormons have tried to say that they're Christians, right? They didn't, they didn't really yeah. try that before. Right. Uh, but then they're like, Hey, we got to make this mainstream, right? We can't, right. we can't just go out and say, Hey, look at us. Uh, we uh, believe in multiple different gods and Jesus and the devil are, are actually brothers and so forth and so on. And instead we have to present ourselves as Christians in the same way. Uh, the secular left uh, had to present themselves as something other than uh, well, communists, anti-Christian, um, uh, anti-theist, uh, anti-capitalist and so forth, because the whole, I'm a communist thing, uh, wasn't working in America. And so right. it's very, it's very interesting. If you look at the first, um, I always want to call it the communist manifesto, <laughs> but it's, it's the first humanist manifesto in 1933, which as I mentioned in the article, John Dewey, uh, signed on to, no. um, it talks about religious humanism. It just admits it that the mm-hmm. whole program um, to um, uh, introduce is, int- is to introduce new morals, uh, new thought patterns, uh, new society into the world, and they admit that this is religious, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and uh, later on, then they switch the word religious to secular. But the point is, is that such subjects as um you know things that are taught in in the public school right now we've got uh critical race theory right that's the right that's the big that's the big thing people want to talk about um but that's just the tip of an iceberg right with yeah i mean you've got um,
0: biology and even math and yep. physics all of these things uh, it seems have been co-opted by this secular lie
1: yes so and, and I guess to, to get back to your question, um, what do I mean by this lie? The, the undergirding lie is that you can teach any subject um, without a religious bias. And, and in the end, you cannot. It may seem like you can, but um, like with math and so forth or with reading and so forth. But you have to read something in order to read, <laughs> yeah. right? What you choose to read matters um you also when it comes to math right i mean now people are saying that math is racist right um that this whole idea that two plus two equals four because it doesn't jive with certain cultures is racist and it's a it's a it's a western white ideal that's been foisted upon uh the, the rest of uh, the rest of the cultures of the world um, so it, it it eventually gets into every single subject. Biology is an obvious one, right? And they've been teaching this right. for how many uh, how many years? Decades. It's been about a hundred years um, that uh, evolution has been taught. And evolution is so obviously a religion. I mean, it's it 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 explains a or it's a religious um, it's a religious doctrine. Like I don't call it a theory. I call it false doctrine. The doctrine of evolution. Ooh. Because that's exactly what it is. It explains the origin of man, right? That's what religion right. does, <laughs> and it takes faith to believe it. Um, and it then also comments on the purpose of man, right? If right. he that uh,
0: there is none. If if, if,
1: if he, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I was going to get to that. Yeah. So, um, so it. Well, it, it I, does I was go
0: impressed in... by the you calling it a lie instead of like a myth or a misunderstanding, I guess that really kind of points us to, you know, what our Lord says about where lies come from, right? And the fact that, you know, the father of lives, lies, the devil, is the one who is always seeking to devour those who would cling to Jesus and the salvation that he has accomplished for us to take them as his own. And it, it, it kind of tears back the veneer of what it seems as though is an angel of light. When in reality, it's a beast with fangs. Amen.
1: Yeah. The, these things are not accidental, right? We didn't just wake up in the, in the 21st century and say, Oh, how, how this happened. People have been planning this for, um, a long time, uh, for generations, and um, we're seeing just one outgrowth of of the devil's manipulation um, of the world. And especially, you know, the way St. Paul talks about it is uh, uh, the spiritual places, right? Um, High high places. And you look at um, how the secular left, which is a religious left, gets its message out. And it encompasses politics it encompasses media i mean the idea that you can have just the news just the facts is absurd of course you can't just have the facts you're either going to give it from a secular perspective which is a religious perspective or a christian perspective or whatever other perspective it is everyone comes at delivering facts with a certain perspective the question is whether it's the right one or not whether it's the godly one or not but when you have the government you get the media uh, you've got federal institutions like like the, like the FBI, the IRS, which are now uh, promulgating critical race theory. When you have the universities totally taken over um, uh, by this agenda, and they're all working together, and then the rich people, right? Who uh, I mean, we're talking multi billionaires uh, who also push this and own companies like Google. Right? all pushing mm-hmm. an agenda, claiming the entire time that it's neutral. Oh, no, we're just fact-checking. <laughs> no, you're
0: not. You're, <laughs> you're,
1: pushing, you're pushing a religion that that, that pushes you know, homosexuality, that pushes transgenderism, that pushes gender fluidity, uh, that is against large families, that's against traditional Western culture as if it's somehow racist. Right, These are all being promulgated. As if they are neutral subjects, and we have to, we have to, as as you said, you have to un unmask, unveil this uh, this uh, uh, angel of darkness who is posing as an angel of light. It's simply a
0: lie. So, if it's the case that wherever we turn, this secular agenda, which is really anti-Christian, um, its own religion. Um, its own form of idolatry is there, how do we begin to expose it? How do we rip off that veneer? How do we take it apart, um, chisel away, so that the people in our pews and many pastors themselves who have been raised with this lie can see it for what it is? I mean, do you just have to rip off the Band-Aid or – how do you go about, I don't know, re-educating or re-catechizing?
1: Well, I think by having conversations such as we're having uh, right now and applying it to every aspect uh, of our life. So we have simply, um, we've been thinking in terms of, we've got the church life, but then there's also the secular life. Everyone basically yeah. in the United States thinks this way. So what movies we watch, that's not thats not determined by our religion, right? What music we listen to, that's not determined by our religion. Where we work, um, why we're working, um, whether both mom and dad work, uh, where we send our kids to school, all of it we consider as some like neutral category, but I belong to such and such Lutheran church and I go there and I say my prayers before I go to bed. Right. And that's, that's the attitude that we, we really have to change. And yeah, it's, it's, um, pointing it out by good preaching, good Bible classes, good conversations that, uh, out the obvious that religion touches every aspect of our lives. And we should, when it comes to, once again, the music we're listening to, the shows we're watching, the books we're reading, uh, where we, uh, choose to send our kids for school. Um, and the, the list goes on and on and on. We should be thinking, am I doing this as a Christian, mm-hmm. right? Is this the Christian decision? Because there is no neutrality. There is no, Oh, this is just what everyone does. Right? No, right. that's, that's never been the case. This is what a Christian does. And this is what a heathen does. So Christians, for example, if I can get specific, don't watch uh, pornographic, uh, Um, Films, right? Well, no, we're not talking about uh, just you know buying a porno, but uh, films that have uh, pornographic scenes and so forth. That's not for Christians to watch. And yet, how many how many uh, uh, Christians just say, "Well, I mean, that's that's Hollywood, and uh, that's that's just what uh, citizens in the United States do. We watch R-rated movies where people cut each other's heads off and." And 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 show each other uh, their genitalia. I yeah. that's that's simply not okay. And if you read the Bible, you uh, you see <laughs> Saint Paul warning against it, right? Right. Um, so we have to, and that's it's going to be painful, right? But we we have to uh, realize that Christians have to live a different way and constantly be thinking in terms of I'm a Christian. What does the Christian life look like?
0: Yeah. Now, for those who would then, you know, push back and say, no, there, there is neutrality, um, how do we go about convincing them or highlighting the fact that there isn't?
1: There is neutrality. Um, I guess I would have to get some specifics on that, you know, like a, a concrete example.
0: Well, I mean, so for example... Um, I mean, I think it's pretty common, particularly in uh, closely knit communities, either in the West or even the Midwest, perhaps even in the South, uh, to think that, you know, their government school or their local high school and their local elementary schools, they, they, they live and work and go to church with the teachers there, surely... They're not their children, and those teachers aren't teaching our kids a different religion.
1: Yes, I I see. I see the question. Yeah, and I have the here, and I I mean, I have a uh, we have a a wonderful classical uh, Lutheran school here, and uh, while we have most of our members attending, we don't have all of them. Right. Mm -hmm. So some of them do uh, choose uh, the public schools, and they'll make exactly those arguments. I've heard them recently actually. Um, uh, and that is that, uh, you know, especially, you know, kindergarten and, and first grade, and yes, they're just learning how to read and their alphabet mm-hmm. and so forth. And also, um, that, you know, they know the teachers, these, these, these teachers are all Christians and, uh, mm-hmm. actually, uh, I'm quite sympathetic to that. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, I don't, it it, it does actually happen that you have Christian um, public school teachers, and I never, uh, ever mean to speak against them, especially as a a group. Um, Exactly. I've got got many in my own congregation. Um, And in fact, if you look at how the push has been um, from the elites for almost 100 years to reform the schools, to um make them institutions that are controlled by uh the left and that are mm-hmm. teaching evolution socialism and so forth i mean the first humanist ma- humanif- humanist manifesto actually says it outright if i could read it mm-hmm. to you um religious humanism maintains that all associations and institutions exist for the fulfillment of human life the intelligent evaluation, transformation, control, and direction of such associations and institutions with a view to the enhancement of human life is the purpose and program of humanism. Certain, Certainly religious institutions, their ritualistic forms, ecclesiastical methods, and communal activities must be reconstituted as rapidly as experience allows in order to function effectively in the modern world. And it goes on to talk about how uh, the goal of humanism is a free and universal society in which people voluntarily and intelligently cooperate for the common good. And so they're laying out their, uh, their agenda to by means of the public schools and actually by the liberal churches. And they succeeded with the liberal churches, by the way, before they succeeded with the schools um, to, yeah. push, uh, to push their, um, uh, their socialism and so forth. Now, the point is, how is it that after a hundred years they failed, even though they control all of our universities, that they failed in large part? Uh, and it's because of Christian teachers. It's because they underestimated uh, the the foothold that Christians had in this country. Uh, and uh, also they misjudged the American spirit, which is a very, I'm going to work hard and you're not going to give me free stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, They misjudge that, and so through all of their efforts, you do still have um, some uh, decent teaching at public schools because the Christians uh, have simply said, "Ah, I'm not going to teach that, or "Ah, I'm going to teach evolution, but at the same time, I'm going to say, um, I don't believe this, but I have to because the government makes me, right? And so that's the the argument that people will, will, will make, you know, Christians will make saying, um, you know, I can send my kid to public school, and I know, uh, or I can be reasonably confident that because there are Christian teachers there, and after all, this is Casper, Wyoming, or this is Blank, Illinois, right? Right. Um, um, it's not going to be like it is in California, and to a certain extent, yes, you are right. Uh, it's not going to be that bad. However, um, the, you you will still have uh, undergirding it certain. Um, uh, liberal uh, assumptions that even leak into Christian minds, right, when they teach. So like critical race theory is not like it's a subject of its own. It's not like universities have Mm -hmm. a critical race theory uh, department, right? Instead, critical race theory just undergirds the way you teach all sorts of subjects. So how many people have been taught about how horrible, uh, for example, um, the conquest of um, the American Indians um, in, in the United States uh, was and have been given a totally slanted point of view on it uh, as if uh, the missionaries who came to bring Christ um, to people who had never heard them were all evil, right? And were out just to steal land, right? That's a totally, right. that's a totally um, simplistic and anti-Christian view on it. And yet it might get taught by sincere Christians who don't realize that that's what's going on. So that kind of thing happens all the time. The other, and not just with critical race theory, but with with uh, uh, all all sorts of assumptions, right, that are made in uh, public school curriculum. And assumptions are much harder <laughs> to uh, flesh out than bold assertions. Yeah. So beware of the assumptions. It's kind of like baked in. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's an ingredient that's it that's already been baked in, and it's hard to kind of pull out one ingredient, you get a flavor of it, but you can't put your finger on it.
1: Exactly. Exactly. So when your whole curriculum is geared toward, um, or it, it assumes, at least people who wrote it, assume that human beings evolved from slime, then that, that assumption is, is going to, as you say, be baked into the subject matter, even if, and sometimes the teacher uh, himself uh, or herself will not uh, be able to, uh, to recognize that clearly because it's so baked in. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the other thing I would say is that it's not just what is taught, it's what's not taught. Okay, I right. mean, you need we need to be teaching uh, that God is the creator, and it, this needs to be not only the, the assumption in everything we teach, but the explicit confession in everything we teach. I mean, school right. is about teaching the order and the beauty of the creator of the universe who is father son and holy spirit and it's to be to his glory that is the purpose of teaching you can't read the bible and think uh, in terms of um education in any other way um we have we have like bifurcated this and thought that well you get your religious education at church but then you get a secular education at school no Again, everything everything is religious, and if it's not, it should be. N- not teaching religion is religious also, <laughs> right? right. Um, not teaching about God when He sh- obviously should be taught about. Like if you if you're if you're talking about botany, you're talking about flowers and trees and so forth, and you don't bring in God, um, then you what's the assumption underlying that? It's that like God didn't make it. This isn't designed. Right. Well, that's a that's false teaching, right? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it, it, it it's is, a sin of omission. There you go, exactly, and 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 that can be even even more destructive than the obviously obvious sins of commission because you can teach your kid, right? You can you can combat that. You can send him to public school. He comes back, he says, "Mom, uh, they they said that ten, uh, seventy million years ago the lion or the uh, dinosaurs were roaming Nebraska." Right. And then you said, no, that's wrong. It's not true. In fact, the dinosaurs uh, were with um, um, Noah on the ark here, let's let's read the Bible and let's talk about how silly evolution is and how uh, they think a frog eventually turned into a human. Right. I mean, it's just silly and they have have no missing links and so forth. Right. So it's, it's very easy to just kind of make fun of evolution uh, if it's, if it's just taught. Um, But on the other hand, if it's assumed, then the kid doesn't right. even realize what he's taking in. Um, yeah. I'll give another example of this where uh, I was doing a, a adult catechesis and um, I was going to be baptizing a, a, a kid about six, seven years old. And he had just gotten back from kindergarten, first grade. I can't remember. And again, you know, really conservative schools here. And uh, he starts lecturing us on, uh, on oil, like totally... This is Wyoming, you know, and how we need to get rid of yeah. oil because it's destroying the environment, right? And uh, we need to move to electricity. And uh, they had had like Earth Day or, or, or whatever. And he'd been in first grade or, um, or or kindergarten told probably, again, by a Christian, a sincere Christian that, yeah, we need to protect the earth and um, it's, it's, it's getting worse and worse because of all this oil production and so forth. Um, when here we've got, uh, uh, Wyoming, this, our church, our communities, everything depends on oil, on the production of oil. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so this is like threatening the livelihood of everyone there. Right. And it's being taught. Um, and interestingly though, once again, so the dad is like, well, yeah, but then you're going to have a whole bunch of batteries and they're going to be everywhere. And that's going to be horrible for the environment too. And then he taught his son very well, actually that, uh, we live in a sinful world and, uh, the, uh, the world, uh, no no matter what we do, when we pursue technology and easy living and so forth, um, while it brings good, uh, to a a, a lot of people, it's going to have certain, um, certain deficits. I'm like, yeah, great, great. You do that. But the, the, the fact is, is that this sort of indoctrination, uh, is happening, uh, already in kindergarten and first grade. And we don't have to turn to like, you know, some liberal city in Montana or Oregon and say, hey, look, they're teaching um, sex ed to uh, kindergartners and and teaching them them that uh, gender fluidity is a thing. Um, uh, We don't have to go to those examples. We can find them in our own, in our own um, uh, more conservative school districts. So it is pervasive. Um, Then the other thing, is that like, what are you, what do we teach at a Lutheran classical school, right? I mean, the kids are being taught to love hymnody and they're bringing it home and singing. I see it, I see it happening in my congregation. I see um, my my young Latin students saying, oh, um, Timmy and Tommy, they won't go to bed without singing, now rest beneath Night shadow. And now the whole family has it memorized, right? That's coming from the integration of church and family and school, right? And yeah. I, I've seen in the last years kids loving the liturgy because they have it memorized and now they're learning the parts of the, of, of the liturgy so they can sing the tenor or the alto line. And not only does it beautify the uh, church service, but it gets them even more excited to be in church, right? I mean, yeah. the, the, the things that um, uh, you can, th- that are missing in an education if it is not purposefully Christian are simply enormous. And, and, uh, they, what it does is it separates two education from home life and church life. And that should never, that should never happen. Education belongs actually in the home and in the church and we move it to schools so they can act in the place of parents and of pastors. And if we're going to be doing that, then we have to say, well, what would I be teaching at home? i obviously be teaching God, I'd be, I'd be teaching um, Christ crucified for sinners, I'd be teaching the importance of church, I'd be teaching the importance of family, um, of, 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 of the home life and not just making money, so forth and so on. And uh, if those things are not being taught in the school, then we have to actually, in the public school, the government mm-hmm. school, then we have to actually assess uh, what education actually is meant for,
0: right? Mm -hmm.
1: And that gets us to another problem is that people think that education is meant to get them careers and money. Right. Um, And while it certainly should lead to that, it's not its main goal. It's never been its main goal. It's to make them good humans. And to make them good humans, um, you have to then define human and good. And you must define them as Christians define them. Right, humans made in mm-hmm. God's image to love Him and to know Him and to love one another in Christ. Good, uh, that's that's Christian. Call no one good but God.
0: Yeah. Right. Right. So the goal then of modern education, say in whether it's public or you know the government school, is really to make and define then or redefine what it means to be human and what it means to be good.
1: Yeah, that's been the intention from uh, uh, several different uh, uh, sources for uh, decades. I'd encourage all of your listeners to read the first humanist uh, manifesto. It is eye-opening. Um, Actually, what got me to write the article in Christian Culture was a a paper given by my associate, um, Pastor uh, Andy Richard, where he went through a lot of the uh, First Humanist Manifesto and pointed out that uh, John Dewey was a a signer uh, and champion of this. And John Dewey, of course, is the father of modern liberal education. But they, they lay out very specifically um that um so here give i'll give you an example uh fifth humanism asserts that the nature of the universe depicted by modern science makes unacceptable any supernatural or cosmic guarantees of human values Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's horrible so yeah uh and then it says religion must formulate its hopes and plans in the light of the scientific spirit and method. Sounds exactly what we've been told the last like year and a half. Science, science don't have church science, right? right? Uh, sixth, right. we are convinced that the time has passed for theism, deism, modernism, and the several various uh, varieties of new thought. Seventh religion consists of those actions, purposes, and experiences which are humanly significant nothing human is alien to the religious. It includes labor, art, science, philosophy, love, friendship, recreation, all that is in its degree expressive of intelligently satisfying human life. The distinction between the sacred and the secular can no longer be maintained." And so they, they're saying, listen, we, we need to take over all institutions, including the churches, um, and we need to take over the schools, especially, and we need to push a new religion, not the religion of Christianity, which is outdated, but a new religion that says God doesn't exist. And if he does, he doesn't care about us and has no idea that he had no role in the formation of the universe, that this life is all there is. And we're here to live it together, um, in, in, in social, uh, in, in, a socialistic society where you don't have people making lots of money and other people, um, making uh very little you don't have poor and you don't have rich everyone's just happy they use words like uh you know universalism you know global global solidarity and and, and so forth and so on um i would also point out that the this this whole agenda it was not just directed to uh, public schools it was also very mm-hmm. intentionally directed to churches and uh rockefeller who was the billionaire of his age, uh, he purposely targeted churches. He funded Harry Emerson Fosdick, uh, whose horrible hymn is in our hymnal, and it's got to be removed, um, uh, who who was the the great um, denier of fundamentalism, like that Jesus rose from Mm -hmm. the dead or that scripture is the inerrant word of God or that miracles could happen or the virgin birth, right? He funded Harry Emerson Fosdick's Mm -hmm. um, uh, essay um and sent it to uh churches all across uh, the nation and they purposefully liberalized uh, these churches uh, exactly what they were trying to do actually in in the lcms right and then we won mm-hmm. right they invade our seminary with their liberals and then uh but it, but but we're the only ones who won right the presbyterians lost liberals took over in their churches and so forth mm-hmm. and so the push and in fact i was listening to npr because that's what i do to torture myself and they <laughs> on, on sundays they have this you know these people tell their stories and sometimes those stories are really great uh but this one was all about homosexuals growing up in the church and how it was that the church embraced homosexuality taught it from the pulpit and so forth so they have been using this tactic for a um, for hundred years. It's how they push the women's suffrage movement. It's how they pushed the uh, free sex movement. Um, it's how they uh, are pushing now the, the feminism, uh, uh, the homosexual, uh, uh, LGBTQ agenda, um, critical race theory. Um, they push it through the churches, the liberal mainline churches, and then also um, through the schools and they are intentionally doing it. And when we see it that way, it does change. And this, I know it sounds like a conspiracy. That's what I say in in the article. Um, it sounds like conspiracy theory, but it is not conspiracy theory. It's right there on, uh, on, on, in, in black and white and, uh, billions of dollars have gone into it. And, um, just as it's not conspiracy theory to say that Bill Gates is now the, um, the majority owner of, of farmland in the United States. That's a fact. Right. He's buying up it's farmland. <laughs> That's not, it's not a conspiracy theory. It's a conspiracy. <laughs> this is what right. billionaires do. Right. Um, and, and he will try to take your beef away. Right. Um, so in the same, in the same way, um, this is not a conspiracy theory. It's simply a conspiracy. It's worked in large part. And, um, uh, the, the churches have been complicit, and we, conservative churches, have to be explicit in saying, no, we're not going down that road. We are Christians, and we are to live the Christian life. And the church has to become um, the uh, part of the home life once again. It has to go from church to home. We have to be singing hymns. We have to watch what we're watching um, on on TV. um how we're engaging in Facebook, how we're engaging with the community. Every We have to see yeah. things as Christians and realize there is no such thing as a secular life. It doesn't mean you can't go play, um, you know, baseball with the community, right? And put your kids on a right. t-ball team. That's not at, at all what we're saying. Don't, you know, you got to be in the world, not, not of the world. Um, but it does mean that every decision we make should be undergirded by the Christian faith, just as <laughs> every decision... Uh, these uh the, the the liberal um elite uh leftists have made has been to get to their goal because they worship their god and they serve him uh sometimes better than we serve our god Um that is what jesus says um when he says that the sons of this age are more wise in the affairs of this world than the sons of light
0: yeah so you guys out there are fighting back You're starting a new college. We are. Um, So tell us about that and the timeline and uh, what the kind of vision and prayer for this place will be and what you need.
1: Yeah, thank you. Uh, So the college is called Luther Classical College. We have uh, 11 acres here um, on the property of my church, uh, Mount Hope Lutheran Church. Um, we we're also in in talks and negotiations to buy uh, some adjacent land to significantly increase um, that 11 acres. Um, so we have plenty of room for a campus. Um, we had our first uh, in-person uh, Board of Regents uh, meeting early June. It was absolutely wonderful. Um, Dr. Adam Koontz uh, from the Fort Wayne Seminary, he wrote, an essay on the rationale for a classical Lutheran college, which um, after we uh, um, make some edits and additions and so forth, uh, we're going to be releasing, especially to pastors, uh, so that they can sort of see uh, in full, you know, in an hour long essay, um, what the mission of this college is. But in, br- mm-hmm. in brief, uh, the rationale for the college uh, is a lot of what we've just been talking about. And that is that education, uh, is uh, to promote uh, the glory of God and the salvation of man in the end and all subject matter that includes literature it includes uh, mathematics um, it includes uh, music it includes science um, includes language all subjects are to tend to that end um, and there is no neutral education so the uh, the idea will be to have explicitly Lutheran, uh, uh, an explicitly Lutheran college with only Lutherans attending. So everyone attending would be um, would be uh, either LCMS Lutheran or another conservative Lutheran, and they would uh, mm-hmm. uh, sign uh, the, the sort of faith statement that you would have um, at a typical, you know, conservative college. Uh, it's a conservative uh-huh. Catholic college, right? Uh, this is yeah. not irregular at all. So we have Wyoming Catholic College here in Wyoming. They are uh, a classical school, so they teach Latin, they teach um, the uh, like the, the great books, they teach um, um, you know mathematics, they teach uh, um, uh, biology and so forth, all from a purposefully uh, Roman Catholic perspective. Right, so you get an excellent liberal arts education. You learn to think well, um, and you learn to think well from there. Right, as a Roman Catholic, um, and they, they have too many applicants. They they can't even. People are knocking at the door to come to this college because it's not controlled by the federal government. It is purposefully Christian, um, and it's 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 cheap enough inexpensive enough that they can actually attend. Plus, it's in Wyoming, which is the most beautiful place on Earth. I'm a little biased when it comes to that. Yeah. So uh, we, uh, we want to do a very similar thing, very academically rigorous. Um, Latin and, and Greek uh, will, be, uh, will be taught. Um, and uh, actually, we're, we're going to be expecting a, a year of Latin um, b- before attendance. So we can just kind of jump right in. Um, To reading Cicero and Caesar and so forth when we get to like the third and fourth year some of our Instruction actually our textbooks will be in Latin too because everyone will know it well enough and of course it'll be It'll be um, supplemented with English text also and obviously we're not going to be lecturing in Latin Uh, but uh, very uh, it's it's going to be a very uh, uh, rigorous uh, education that will prepare people for for life in their church and in their community and, uh, and, uh, and, in their, and, and in their homes, right? Purposefully mm-hmm. tending toward the three estates, right? These are God's orders, right? <laughs> he made us to live within the family, within the church, and within the state, and the community, right? Mm-hmm. And so education should be geared toward that. A big question is, well, are they going to be able to get jobs? And um, the way things are working right now... You look at the, the job rate from a place like um, uh, New St. Andrews, which is another school that's doing basically what we intend to do, um, or Wyoming Catholic College, and people are getting jobs. Why? Because they're hardworking. They, um, th- they're respectful. They're clear thinking because they have a, a great foundation um, in, uh, in the classics and in the liberal arts. And when you, when you have that, you can learn just about anything. And uh, mm-hmm. that's what employers are looking for more and more. And then we're also looking into um, uh, offering an AA also for those who don't want to go uh, four years and uh, then um, presenting opportunities for them to get uh, apprenticeships and uh, go through uh, more technical training and, say, il- electric work or uh, plumbing yeah. at our... Um, at our uh, college here, um, uh, Casper uh, Community College. Um, As far as uh, financing, uh, this month we're going to be traveling to three conferences, the CCLE conference down in Texas, Mm -hmm. um, the ACELC conference in Nebraska, and then the uh, Bugenhagen conference in Wisconsin. And our hope uh, and intention is to hand out uh, packets, especially for pastors and um, leaders of congregation, which um, um, have all the information for the congregation on what this college is, uh, what our goal is, um, our goals for fundraising, how much money we need to get started, and to ask congregations to become supporting congregations. That is to commit to four years of support um, and make uh, Luther Classical College their, uh, one of their missions or their mission. So my church and several other churches have already done this, uh, where we, uh, committed to four years of $5,000 say a year. Um, and that way the college knows how much money it's getting from the churches. And mm-hmm. then, um, that also tells the individual supporters, right. Who, who might be like, Hey, is this college actually, uh, gonna go anywhere? Uh, It says, says, believe me, it's going to go somewhere, (laughs) right? It has the support throughout the Synod. And I know that because I know my brothers in the ministry, and I know um, the the deep longing in the uh, Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod, especially among conservative Lutherans for exactly this kind of a college where it is unabashedly, unapologetically Lutheran and conservative, will uphold the Western uh, tradition. Um, and will uh, uh, teach, uh, children to value, teach young men and women to value what is truly valuable while giving them the best education, um, that, uh, this, this, this world, uh, offers. So, um, I, I'm very excited about it, very optimistic, and, um, I can't wait to see the number of, uh, congregations that, uh, uh, come on board and say, yes, we want this, uh, We should have had this 15 years ago, right, Um, or 20 Mm -hmm. years ago, um, and now is the time. Now is the time. Another thing about this college is that it will not take any federal funds, right? So um, we won't be controlled by the federal governments. Um, They they won't be able to tell us what uh, to teach and what's to be in our curriculum, and um, they're not going to make us put a diversity uh, webpage on on our websites. Um, th- those things uh, are, are purposeful decisions. And then also we're going to keep the tuition down so that it's affordable. And that's going to take uh, continued support by congregations. One other thing right. about the congregational support is that we need congregational support, obviously, for um, financial assistance, but we also need it because this college needs to remain Lutheran. It needs to be the, the, the property of uh lutheran churches and i don't mean that in like the they own it but in the sense that it it exists for their sake right and it needs mm-hmm. their prayers it needs um um also their um their in- encouragement and to say don't <laughs> don't stray from the path right yeah um you're here for us okay. uh and uh, you don't exist just to protect your own institutionality because that's what happens to institutions. They're like, "Oh, we got to do this and this and this," which might not be the, uh, you know, most godly thing, but we have to do it. Otherwise, what are they going to do? They're going to, sh- you know, uh, the federal government's going to come and shut us down. And the lawyers told us right. not to do this or that or that, right? But well, we want the congregations telling us not to do this or that or that, <laughs> right? We want faithful yes. Lutheran congregations saying, "You stay Lutheran,"
0: right? Yeah, we've got your back.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. So that's. That's uh, just absolutely uh, essential, and I know, and I know the support uh, uh, is is out there because I've seen it in my own congregation and and many others that have already uh, uh, committed. So,
0: so Christian, where can people find out more about Lutheran Classical College?
1: They can go to lutherclassical.org Classical dot and uh, they can also subscribe to our. Um, to our journal, to our magazine, Christian Culture, which comes out quarterly. Um, we are, have kind of revamped the website. I'm not sure if it's live today or not, but it will be if it isn't, um, to have actually uh, a webpage also for the uh, for the magazine itself where you can read the articles online. So you can subscribe mm-hmm. not only to a physical copy, but also if you'd rather um, uh, just read it online. You can read the magazine also online it'll kind of be in, in blog format. Um, there not that you can comment on it, but it'll be in blog uh, format, um, mm-hmm. much like, uh, the imprimis or imprimis of, uh, of Hillsdale does.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for your time, Christian and every blessing on this classical Lutheran college. I know I'm excited for it to come into being for my own children and, Amen. uh, looking forward to, uh, perhaps working with you and helping you out in any way I can.
1: We would very much welcome that. Thank you, Jason.
0: All right, take care.
1: Take care.